Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WHAT, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the old tutoring center suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for our non-traditional campus. My name is Grace, and my pronouns are she, her. And my name is Julie, and my pronouns are she, her. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be the hosts for this podcast, so let's get into it. Hi, good morning, Grace. How are you doing today? I'm good, Julie. How are you? I'm doing great as well. Um, So for today's episode, before we get into the content, um, just a quick disclaimer, we're going to be talking briefly about the event that happened um, regarding gun violence. So if you do not want to listen to it, um, feel free to go down to our description and mm-hmm. click into the timestamp that will take you directly to today's content. But um, Grace, do you want to get us started? Yeah, um, we just wanted to do a quick, um, I I don't really know the word, quick like memoriam acknowledgement about the shooting that happened on April 4th. Um, We just wanted to give our sympathy and um, just kind of talk about Amara Marluk and send our love to everybody in the community who's been affected by this. Uh, It's a very, very tragic event to happen on campus and um, Amara's family, we're sending you love and encouragement and um, our greatest sympathy. And yeah, I think I think this is just such a tragic thing to have happened, and I mean, I'm kind of having a hard time with it. So, yeah, I'm just, I feel very heartbroken over it. Yeah, and for it to be very close to home, um, it it can greatly affect us as um, students and as members. Um, Being a part of the PSU community, Mm -hmm. it means a lot, and that... um, yeah, and so we just wanted to quickly acknowledge that. And um, regarding students, employees, and everyone that is a part of the Portland State community, we want you to know that there are resources that you can use um, in times like this. And it includes the Center for Student Health and Counseling. We They offer mental health services for students and mm-hmm. everyone. And then the PC Employee Assistant Program along with the Women's Resource Center, the Cultural Resource Centers, and the Employee Affinity and Resource Groups. Um, There are also other resources available for students on the Student Life website, which we will link in the description as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to put that out there. And uh, now we're going to get into today's content, which we will be talking about spring allergies, which is something that we... All of us, or most of us, I do severely I every year. Yeah, I had my first allergy attack when I was in elementary school, and I had to go home. Um, that I just remember it so distinctly because I, I literally thought I was like dying. Like I, I think I was probably like in fourth grade or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember being really little and like sitting in the office and being like, "Mom, come pick me up. My eyes, like I don't know what's going on." Um, But yeah, spring allergies are definitely, it's weird, like in Portland, like I'm from the Rogue Valley and um, it's a lot more dry, I guess, um, more dry than Portland at least. So my allergies were a lot worse when I was living at home, but um, 
they definitely are prevalent in Portland, especially like when you walk through the park box. Like I, I cannot. Like there's, uh, no. My dog and I are struggling right now. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I never had allergies when I was in California because there's no trees in California oh, where I live. Sounds so beautiful there. <laughs> and so I didn't develop it till I think a couple years or just like two years ago. Yeah, it's when a you moved. Thing for yeah, me, so I'm still trying to get used to it. You're a little baby allergy sufferer. I'm a veteran. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so first we're going to talk about what are seasonal allergies. So what are the symptoms, causes, and treatments? So yes. seasonal allergies are also known as allergic rhinitis or hay fever. So it occurs when your immune system overreacts to an outdoor allergen such as pollen. Um, it can be identified in, as an airborne substance that's usually harmless and isn't as dangerous. Um, it responds to, of course, our immune system responds to those substances and allergen. Um, and when it does, it releases this histamines and other chemical mm-hmm. into your bloodstream. So those chemicals produce a symptom such as allergic reaction. Sounds um, awful. Yeah. It just it, like <laughs> when it sounds sciencey, it just sounds so much scarier than just like my no, eyes are itchy. <laughs> than just like seasonal allergies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so these allergies, of course, triggers your allergic reaction. And of course, pollen comes from pollinated plants such as trees, grasses, and weeds, which are very prevalent during the spring, summertime. Mm-hmm. That's their heyday, their prime time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when they are out there. Um, so if you're having allergy symptoms can include sneezing, having runny slash stuffy nose, water, your itchy eyes, itchy sinuses, um, your throat may also be itchy, your or your ear canal. Um, you can also experience ear congestion and post nasal drainage. Um, so those are more of like the common <laughs> symptoms, whereas some of the less common symptoms include headache, shortness of breath, wheezing or coughing, which may exacerbate if something else, which we'll, we'll get to. Um, but those are more of like the rare symptoms that mm-hmm. normally aren't really associated with seasonal allergies, but they may appear. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of seasonal allergy, of course, we live in Portland and, yeah. um, some of the things we just want to throw in is that, of course, Portland is a little more unique. Um, and some things that we found while we were researching about seasonal allergies is that once it begins to become a little drier in Portland, you can expect the pollen count in the Willamette Valley to increase. And the wind kind of like blows it towards Portland, the metro area. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tree pollen is soaring, especially folks who are allergic to more of like the types called juniper I yeah, think that's juniper right. trees and alder yeah, trees. Yeah, or alder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are literally the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Awful. according to research, those are the worst in Portland during the springtime. And that the season begins with, like, of course, tree pollen, then grass and ragweed pollen. Um, yeah, if you know you're allergic to one of those or your allergic reactions are more severe when you're around that, that means that your allergies are about to get worse yeah. around this time of the year. Um, I – so – I lived in um, like Marion County two years ago when we were doing quarantine, like first bit of quarantine, and it was so bad, Julie. Like my allergies are bad, but Marion County is like the highest concentration of pollen count. And I think the Pacific Northwest or like the West Coast, like I remember um, my boyfriend's mom telling me about this and it was like insane. Like 
I think it's like a really, I mean, this is anecdotal. I forgot to get stats on this, but I think Marion County, which is like the Salem-Kaiser area, is like the highest concentration of pollen in at least Oregon. So that kind of transfers over into Multnomah County a little bit. But I mean, it's a lot more wet in Portland, but it's tough out here, people. It's tough out here in the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. And I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. Not going to lie, I used to make fun of my cousins who live here when they have seasonal. (laughs) That's called karma, Julie. That's called karma. (laughs) karma. I mean, I'm just like, boo-hoo, you got allergies? I don't. Fast forward, now where am I? Here sneezing every time I'm outdoor during this Yeah, no, seriously. Catch me and Julie on campus just, like, rubbing our eyes. Like, it was so bad. Um, but yeah, I think, um, we're also going to talk about a little bit in this episode a little later on about knowing the differences between COVID and, uh, seasonal allergies as well, because I mean, we, COVID has been impacting us for about three years now, two years, three years. Is it? I feel like it's been three, three years. I think it's like two and a half. It feels In conclusion, it feels like an eternity. Um, (laughs) But I know I definitely freak out, like, trying to decipher between allergies and COVID. So we're going to talk about that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're also going to talk about managing seasonal allergies. And Julie's going to give us a little bit of tips and and tricks. Yes, definitely. So how to manage seasonal allergies. If you're a native and if you are – like if you're like Grace, who has experienced yeah. allergies since the dawn of time, then you probably may <laughs> know of some of these tips. But uh, just a reminder, you know, it's just to stay indoors on dry, windy days. Um, some of the best time to go out is when after a good rain, because of course mm, it'll wash yes. all the pollens and the air is more clear. You know, there's it just smells nothing. so good too. Yeah, like spring rain. Oh, so I know everybody refreshing. likes that smell, but like it's just <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's very refreshing. Um. So delegate lawn mowing is also another one, like weed pulling or any garden chores that can induce allergies. Kind of just reduce that and Mm -hmm. not do it as often. Um, So also remove clothes that you have worn outside and possibly shower when coming home to remove pollen or trap that are trapped in your skin or hair. Um, That's intense. That's like intense allergies. That's if any of our listeners are having to do that, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like that is a lot. No, that's a lot. It's just <laughs> so bad. Um, another is keep your indoor air clean. Um, and you can do that by using air conditioning so you won't have to open your windows to get in fresh mm-hmm. air. Um, so that'll prevent any pollens being in your environment. Also, using air filters or dehumidifier is also very good. So anything that basically helps like filter the air in your proximity, yeah. your area is really beneficial. Um you can also rinse your sinuses using a squeeze bottle or a needle pot with distilled neti syrup. Pot. Have you ever used that? A neti pot? A neti pot? No, um, needy, neti. Needy, neti. I, don't, I think it's neti. I don't really I know. It's neti. Um, I have not, but I, when I was little, when I used to have really bad allergies, I used to have to get hooked up to like a humidifier, like a dehumidifier. And my mom would like put it on me and it was like this big machine and I would have to like <laughs> breathe in the clean air. It was it was intense, but oh neti pot is – it just sounds so uncomfortable. Like, do you – like, you ha- you literally have to, like, pour water into your brain. Like, that's that's not necessarily <laughs> true, but it feels like it. Like, I don't like it. I was about to say, wait, really? And then no. Like, not literal. <laughs> no, it's like – I mean, I don't know. 
you're you're the one who takes anatomy classes, Julie. You probably True. know, but like I you mean, can't pour I know water that into it's your like brain. Really right? effective though. Like, yeah, clearing your sinuses. It's yeah. nice. I'll try on days where my allergies are like super bad. Which have you done a neti pot before? No, I have not. Oh, you, you you next next time you're having an allergy attack, send a video of you doing a neti pot to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I will. I I'll will. walk you through the steps if you can. I'll definitely me. do that if I ever try. Um, so, medical wise, you can also try some over the counter remedies such as oral antihistamines, um, such as Claritin, Elever, Zytac allergies, or um, Allegra allergy. Um, the, they can reduce your symptoms and kind of relieve those. Yeah. Um, Make sure that you're getting non-drowsy ones, though, oh, if it's yeah. during the day. Yeah, I for sure. I have accidentally taken a Benadryl in the morning, and it literally ruined my day. So I've never taken a Benadryl. I've always ever. Claritin. I said, you're a Claritin baddie. Girl, I'm woke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to stay. I'm not trying to be drowsy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I literally – I actually did not even know that at first. I, they were, like, non-drowsy yeah. and drowsy. Yeah. Um, well, Benadryl is, like, um, an antihistamine. I don't remember the exact, like, generic scientific term, but Benadryl is definitely – induces drowsiness so good for nighttime yeah but not for so much daytime. for daytime yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so there are like decongestants or nasal sprays i've never used nasal sprays but i heard they're basically just a well. glorified neti pot <laughs> i've used a nasal spray before they're kind of epic i like to check those out too um <laughs> yeah so and then just like quickly just a side note is that it could be fun to plug um so we have acupuncture services yeah. at Shack, and um, we know people, students, yes. and people who come through, and they have tried it out, and it has helped manage their allergies. So that is something what that you can consider. What can acupuncture do, Julie? I don't know. It just I, it seems to solve everything. I feel like so. I want to try acupuncture. Good thing that we have acupuncture services at Shack, right here <laughs> at Portland State, that you can access whenever you want. So you can check those uh, that option out. Um, and if your allergies get worse, just see a provider, you know, for yeah. further guidance. So those are all like the tips you can use. But we know that sometimes, especially for people who've never mm -hmm. experienced allergy before, um, it can be like. I don't know, shocking, weirdly. Yeah. So it's if you scary too. Yeah, it is. So if you get like, I don't know, more concerned about it or if you yeah. see like worsening symptoms, then definitely go see your provider. Yeah. Um, to get that checked out. Yeah. And neither Julie or I are medical professionals at all. We're yeah. just giving you tips and stuff. I mean, I feel like allergies are pretty common, so mm -hmm. Um, everybody has their own remedies for it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it can be jarring to move somewhere where you away from somewhere where you weren't having allergies and then all of a sudden you are having allergies um so yeah and then now we're gonna get into talking about the difference between covid allergies and cold i know that cold season is kind of over now um but it can be really hard to differentiate between all three of these so we're gonna just kind of get into it uh so covid and the common cold have a lot of similarities um, they're both caused by viruses, and COVID is caused by the SARS-CoV-2 
COV2. <laughs> How would you say that? Sorry, sorry. COV2. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like a Julie pre med. I'm like, yeah. I don't know anything. Um, while the common cold is often caused by rhinoviruses, which is similar to the common uh, to allergies, which are caused by rhin- rhinitis, allergic rhinitis, and then like the rhinovirus, which means like uh, rhinovirus, rhinitis is like your nose. Um, but anyways, that was just a connection I wanted to make. But yeah, so the virus is spread in similar ways and can cause similar symptoms, the COVID-19 and common cold, but there are a few differences. Um, Mainly that COVID can cause GI distress, whereas the common cold literally never does. Um, And a loss of sense of smell or taste with the common cold, but can be because of a stuffy nose, whereas um, the sense of smell can be lost with COVID due to neurological damage. So you can not have a stuffy nose or anything and it could be COVID related. Whereas with the common cold, I mean, I've lost my sense of smell with the common cold because yeah. I was having a stuffy nose. Yeah, um, I have to. And it's just like your appetite just decreases, yeah. you know, like lessens yeah. an appetite when you're sick. And mm-hmm. that goes with sense or smell yeah. as well. Uh, and then cold symptoms show up usually one to three days after exposure, whereas COVID symptoms show up anywhere between two to 14 days. So they are like very similar, but there are very distinct differences, um, especially because COVID, again, like the loss of sense of smell is due to neurological damage. And there, um, COVID can also be associated with GI distress, like gastrointestinal distress, whereas the common cold is much more like in your nasal area, your chest area. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little overview. I feel like it's a little late to be talking about that. But, um, yeah, and then the differentiating, differentiating between COVID and seasonal allergies is a little easier. Um, and I think especially because people who are used to regular spring allergies know themselves pretty well when it comes to that. Um, I know myself well enough to be able to differentiate between my allergies or a sickness because I get allergies every year for weeks at a time. So I kind of know what it is and what it looks like for me. So uh, again, unlike COVID-19, seasonal allergies aren't caused by a virus and seasonal allergies, like Julie said, are caused by immune response system or immune system responses triggered by exposure to allergens such as a juniper tree um, or grass pollens. And uh, COVID can cause fever and muscle aches, which is not likely to happen with allergies. And again, allergies do not typically cause GI distress the way that COVID does. Um, And we're talking spring allergies, not like just Allergic reactions. Yeah, allergic reactions or anything. Um, Yeah. So it can be hard to differentiate between them, but when we were doing research between for between this all, um, it was pretty easy to find charts online differentiating Mm -hmm. between. I mean, I remember spring 2020 when there wasn't as much knowledge about COVID, (laughs) and I literally I was going I was just going down rabbit hole after rabbit hole being like, oh my God, my my sore throat, like my ears are a little bit itchy, like it's COVID. But mm-hmm. um, now we've been in the thick of this for a while. So there's a lot more resources to differentiate between it. And also the shack has COVID testing services as well. So if you really think that you're having COVID instead of allergies, there's no harm in getting tested. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. 
and I mean, to be honest, this is from personal experiences, yeah. but I feel like the past two, like year or so, because mm-hmm. we've been wearing our mask, mm-hmm. I feel like in some way, somehow, my symptoms aren't as bad. It's because yeah, I'm I mean, because you're not mask. breathing them in. Yeah, I'm not yeah. breathing them, like, directly breathing in the air. And so the mask helps. I mean, yeah. that could I mean, also... I haven't gotten a cold in a while either. Because, yeah, like, no. So masks I mean, work, a, y'all. <laughs> yeah, in a way, the mask has helped um, regarding, like, seasonal allergies because mm-hmm. I'm not breathing in the pollen. Yeah. And so my symptoms are worse. It's not like I don't because every morning I wake up, my nose is just fussy. And I'm just yeah. like, I it here you gotta do that neti pot <laughs> <laughs> i do um but yes like we said allergies can occur any time of the year i have really bad winter allergies um because oh, i'm I indoor you, i remember you talking about that yeah and so i don't know how spring is gonna look like for me because i'm uh, still <laughs> new to this yeah. <laughs> the new portland allergies and so um yeah, but yeah, allergies can happen any time of the year. It may be worse during a certain season for certain individuals, but spring allergies are the most common form mm-hmm. of allergies. So we just wanted to kind of run it through and let y'all know. So especially those who yeah. are new to it wouldn't be worried that they might co- yeah. like might have COVID or yeah. might have caught a cold. But yeah, we just wanted to run those through, give some tips on it. Yeah, um, and there's also like... Um, I think with allergies, too, you can get congested a lot. And, I mean, you could do a neti pot, too. But there's also, like, herbal teas as well. Like, you can do peppermint tea or green tea, lemon tea. I heard pepper tea. Ginger. Peppermint tea is really good. Peppermint tea literally fixes everything. She's amazing. Um, But, yeah, there's lots of solutions for clearing out your sinuses related to seasonal allergies. Um, And... Also, seasonal allergies just straight up suck. Like, they make you feel gross and drowsy. And, I mean, at least for me personally, I just kind of get stuck in a slump. It's just so uncomfortable. It is. I hate it. So I'm sorry if you are experiencing spring allergies. I'm there with you. And Julie is too. She will bring her neti pot. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is me with my neti pot. (laughs) Love it. That's so funny. But yeah, is there anything else you want to add, Grace, to this? Um, no. I mean, like I said, my heart goes out to you if you are struggling with seasonal allergies, especially if you're experiencing them for the first time, that it's always an unpleasant experience. So mm-hmm. finding what works best for you is the best way to go about it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It takes time to figure it out, too, especially if you're new to it. But after you're getting used to it, it becomes like a routine every year when it comes around. Um, But, yeah, doing what helps relieve those symptoms and make you feel better is really good. Um, always you can always use our tips yes. if you want to try something new. Um, but yes, all about managing it and it'll go away. It'll just go away. Yeah. You just have to be patient and put up with, I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Putting up with it is part of the challenge of spring term. But no, yeah. Yeah. How how is your spring term going, Julie? It's going it's week good. two right now, y'all. It's it's going good. It's <laughs> spring term right now. Yes. It's going good. What about you, Grace? It's it's going uh it's going well, yeah. Yeah, it's a spring term. I don't sound super convincing, but I mean nothing <laughs> could be worse than my winter term. So winter terms are the worst. What it, what is up with that, people? Yeah. Anyways, um, I hope that y'all are having a 
excellent second week of classes and when this gets published i guess we'll be going into week three but or if you can hear this anytime have fun yeah no no yeah <laughs> if you're listening in the future like how is it going yeah. <laughs> wanting to check in but yeah uh hope y'all are doing well and um yeah take care of yourself take care of your allergies do prioritize yourself self-care do it Let's go. Thank you, Grace, for the advice. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> yeah, all right. Bye, Grace. Okay, bye. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you next week. We at Shack are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. Please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number at 503-725-2800. If you're looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the CampusWell app. Also, feel free to check out the virtual MindSpa experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including resources links in the episode description, as well as a link to the episode transcript. If you have any questions about health, wellness, shack, or anything we discussed in this podcast, please fill out the Google form in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care. We'll see you next week on What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor.